Wow, that kind of wakes you up, doesn't it? I love it. Gets everyone in tune and ready to go. Hi, this is Guy Brooks. And Jenny and Cass, the crew, as you know. And they'll be joining me in just a few minutes. But first, I just want to mention there are so many distractions in life. Political, educational, and even a crazy pandemic that we have to deal with. But life must go on. However, we have talked about many different topics, books, and comments that pseudo-intellectuals have said. Let us define what is meant first by a pseudo-intellectual. That is a person who wants to be thought of as having a lot of intelligence and knowledge, but who is not really intelligence, and they come in all shapes and sizes and persuasions. ID discovery is about finding intelligence wherever it may be found. Well, I'm not sure what we can call these articles that we're going to talk about. Certainly not to disregard their sheepskin their, or CVS, CVs and resumes. Having said that, why do we allow bizarre ideas of evolution to evade not only our schools but individual lives, our faith, but to cancel out current and the substantiated truths of science? Evolution can mean so many different things. You're not the same person you were five years ago, 10 years ago, or 40, mentally, physically, or what have you. Yes, but that's not the evolution into a new species. By the way, no one has ever seen a morphing, as it were, into a new species, ever. They've tried, but they're not going to find one. Only in fiction, glitz and glamour of fading Hollywood. Not what we're talking about. Here's what I'm talking about, or what ID Discovery, Jenny and Cass are talking about. There are recent articles that should make you laugh at their absurd ideas. Here's a good one. Evidence from mixed martial arts suggests male arm lengths are longer and could be an evolutionary adaptation. Are you kidding me? Here we are finding, and the mere suggestion is stupefying, that males in martial arts have longer arms, which allowed for fighters to have won their fights. Okay, oh my heck. One PhD fellow says that he became interested in this topic as an offshoot of another project which had gotten a lot of media attention. A lot of media attention. So you know where that's going. So bingo bongo, he says, I'm in for the bucks and the publicity. Here's another, an oldie but a goodie. We're talking about Neanderthal baby teeth. Oh my heck, are you kidding me? Some Neanderthal baby, or we can call it monkey baby, comparing chemical analysis of Neanderthal baby teeth which offers unprecedented insights into how these ancient animals lived. And it could also turn in previously held assumptions how the species died out. Sounds like the newspaper article by a 1924 Australian anonymist. That's a medical scientist who conducts research on human biological structures. It was called Dart's Borderline Baby, a type of monkey baby. A creature, oh by the way, only the fossil skull was found and thought to be about six years of age, saying, in short, if this was the missing link, this was as close as we could ever find. Well, where are we today? Far beyond that. Not only with specified complexity within the cell, but irreducible complexity as well, as noted by various noted scientists. Just to name a few, Stephen Myers, Jonathan Wells, William Dembski, 
and I could name many more, and those in cosmology as well. New discoveries. Are we expected to swallow these dogmatic stories for neo-Darwin? Anti-religion, anti-everything, you name it. I believe in free speech for whatever flag you follow. Freedom of thought, expression of ideas, and fair debate. Believe me, I'm not one to be dictated to by anyone. I discovery, as little as we are, are not funded like so many others are. Every month we are invited to take part in and express our ideas in freedom, liberty, and now as it is with intelligent design for just a few minutes. To those who want to hear the truth, truth is free. You shouldn't have to pay for it. And many of you have subscribed to hear more flipping crap. Enough about that right now. ID design is being censored, canceled, silenced. Ask yourself, is that what you really want? Elitism, which is in full display. I was proposed the question, why is Darwinism so boring? The answer, because it is boring. It's the same rhetoric over and over. Many have not really heard anything new, just a relabeling, renaming for the uninformed. There's no way to harmonize outdated dark age ideas of Darwinism with now the revealed science of today. You will find yourselves on one side or the other. The lines are being drawn in plain view in so many ways. Sky, I know sometimes you can't hold those chuckles in, but you really need to keep more of a stiff upper lip. Americans seem to keep their emotions on their sleeves. While it's true that evolutionists may be divided between theistic and atheistic groups, yet most of those will profess some belief in a god at some point in time, even at their last breath and consider him to be an indefinable force, or power, of incomprehensible nature. Obviously truths concerning the nature of the true God, and his creative enterprises have received no consideration in the formulation of theory of organic evolution. Obviously there will never be a conflict between truths revealed in the realm of religion, and those, discovered by scientific research. Truth is always in harmony with itself. But if false doctrines creep in, those will run counter to the discovered truths of science. And if all scientific theories are postulated, their speculative conclusions, and the theories of man, they create a form of a false religion, creating major divisions among ideas, opinions and beliefs for all of us. Just think of those uninformed young men and women, in secondary school, good havens. Now get this, communism, is a form of false religion, Marxism is also a form of a false religion, and socialism isn't far behind, communism is a political movement, one that fosters and promotes world revolution, and has its aim the subjugation of all free peoples, and nations, it is necessarily, a dictatorship of the severest, and most ruthless type of all. There are principles that do not change, even a few that may be represented by evolutionists of the Darwinian school, however, I'm at a loss to find any. All primitive organisms of all living beings exist in the same form as when they first receive their body plan from their maker. Many are discovering laws, 
and realized that they're all governed and are composed of certain elements particular to themselves all creeping things and insects and all animated nature each one possessing its own distinctive features requiring specific sustenance each having an organism and faculties governed by prescribed laws to perpetuate its own kind oh my heck that is deep and profound if you can only pull your head out of the sand and i do mean sand jenny you can get really philosophical at times skype when i read those articles i chuckled as well it is a quick buck however listen there is no comparison between those and the great work jonathan wells has delivered i truly enjoyed his book darwinism and intelligent design here is a guy that was quite a revolutionary in his early days but then as you said jenny he was one of those whom pulled his head out of the sand how weak and trivial those flippant pseudo-intellectual arguments are they seem to find comfort in the theoretical postulates that mortal life began in the scum of the sea and has through eons of time evolved to its present varieties and state those that are listening with a keen spiritual insight do you really think that the infinite creator of worlds worlds without number would operate in this manner quite the sectarian viewpoint isn't it take note of those that foster anti-religion now that begs the question why would they promote anti-religion i can answer part of that those that have religious standards believe they answer to a higher authority and can basically get along with others than don't however those that don't have those standard try to force upon those who do and just demonstrate contempt because they want you to answer to them for all the answers the book the privileged planet by jay richards and gilmore gonzalez is outstanding please read it nasa is showing their tremendous success and discoveries with their satellite tess the heavens are revealing new secrets never seen before to mortal man it is true that not all controversies warrant a place in curriculum but the fact that id theory is so controversial and new evidence has come forward provides a reason for including it in any discussion and curriculum why hasn't modern science or scientists provide an opportunity for debate to new evidence into the falsification of neo-darwinism ask yourself this what are they afraid of can all of reality really be explained in naturalistic categories of flippin liberal education or should say today progressivism and education should encourage critical thinking However, economists are not about to give up their commitment to naturalism, or academic historians are unlikely to see any evidence of the intelligent design movement. Yes, thanks for your comments. I appreciate it very much. I just have a simple question that no one seems to answer or that they 
dodge this question, where did the races, where did all the races and languages come from across the world? There are so many different races, religions, and languages. How can neo-Darwinism account for all of this? I don't think they can or even dare to answer the question. The one single thing they keep seeking is how you evolved from a single amoeba or somehow you crawled out of the ocean. And here's even a bigger question. Some can't even seem to count. Seems quite straightforward to me. Even if I had an observer looking over my shoulder, I could count. And there would be no interference. Only unless there was an ulterior motive. That's a possibility. But this is another article that we found quite interesting. It was brought to our attention by a geologist, Jack Oliver, who worked at the Columbia University Lamont Dodderley Geological Observatory. Finding a pulsating or a pulse every 26 seconds for the last 60 years. A harmonic phenomena creating a regular seismic chirp, as it were. I find that pretty interesting, don't you? A mystery pulse is a good reminder that so much yet remains to be discovered. And the question is proposed, what is it? No one knows. There's theories suggesting possibilities where this pulse is it a good thing or suggest some kind of bad seismic shift that's going to occur? Not sure. Having said all that, just a thought. All living things, as we know, have a pulse of some kind. You definitely do. The question is, does Mars or Venus have a similar type pulse? I don't think so. They're dead planets, dead to life of all kinds. To have life, all we can do is compare Earth to other type of planets. To note the Earth is alive, teeming with all kinds of life, all kinds. Outside of this thin shell of an atmosphere that we live in, there is no life, no life to be found. As far as we can tell, even 13 billion miles in any direction. Let's put this into a little bit more perspective, what we're talking about. Proxima Centauri is the closest star and it's 4.2 light years away. Our Saturn V rocket traveling at 245 miles per hour, it would take 137,000 years to get there. If you travel at light speed, it would take just four years. That's 24 trillion miles, as light travels 6 trillion miles per year. Voyager 1 has covered 1 600th of a light year in 30 years, and is currently moving at 1 thousand the speed of light. Even if you were to hitch a ride on Voyager 1 at that rate, a journey to Proxima Centauri just take you 80,000 years. Not just a walk in the park, is it? These types of considerations are seriously taken and brought out in the book The Privileged Planet. Well, there certainly is a lot more we could talk about. I know Cass has a lot of things on her mind as well as Jenny. But as we wrap this episode up, I hope you've enjoyed it and it has stirred some questions that you would read and investigate. Observe, read, and investigate. I hope we can count you in next time. No pun intended. Hope to see you next time. See ya. Who are you? Hmm? You don't put any stock in this mumbo jumbo, do you? Actually, I do.